Hello, Cardinal family. Welcome back to episode 29 of the Cardinal Connection. Um, I am so fortunate and blessed to sit across uh, Mr. Chris. Um, I always say it wrong. Would you just tell us for us? You know, it's, I have trouble pronouncing it myself. It's a Mobley. But... <laughs> Mr. Mobley. Yeah. He is a, he's new to our building and he serves in our seventh grade language arts department. And so, Chris, thank you for being on here. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's, I want to say it's a pleasure to be here, but I'm very nervous. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that comment. Um, and I'm sure the listeners will also. So, Chris, tell us about how you've gotten to this point of teaching middle school, seventh grade language arts, and what your journey has looked professionally to get to this point. Okay. Um, wow. Uh, to, I don't know where to start, but... Um, so I guess if I, how I, the, the first play, the first time I wanted to, uh, I, I thought of becoming a teacher was probably way back in 2002 uh, or three, and okay. so it goes back that far, and then I had, um, I was uh, working at Hobby Lobby at the time, and I had just come through a, uh, a, a divorce and was uh, and so I'd worked for five years and in vending and I knew that I didn't want to spend the, the remainder of my life in that and so I uh, so I, I got a job at Hobby Lobby is kind of putting my life back together and um, and I was thinking about where to go next and I was uh, I, yeah, this is going to sound funny but actually I I had been praying about it and so there was a um, there's this, uh, to this day, I have this on my shelf at home. There was a Santa Claus that was for teachers, like Hobby Lobby sells those things during, uh-huh. and there was a Santa Claus with a stack of books in his hand, and, uh, and it, it, this is going to sound bizarre to anyone else but me, and, yeah. uh, but, but I, I've kept that Santa Claus because it's, it's, and it's funny because even when I got away from teaching, and I, that was like setting out as like a Christmas decoration at my mom's house, you know, <laughs> and I wasn't, I, I had no more thoughts about teaching, it's like, oh, well, I guess that was just a, just a, just a pipe notion of my, you know, some kind of a, not a pipe, not a pipe dream, but like a silly notion that I had. But he had a stack of books, and there was an English book on top. And I thought, and I'd even been at that time, I'd been kind of toying with the idea of being going into English teaching. And so, mm-hmm. so anyway, I, I started going back to school, and then I went back to so I went back to college and got a um, finished. Um, well, at first, I didn't even finish that initial run because I was I thought the short route to becoming an educator would be to start off in a local business program. And I got being in a business program, and then I was working at Starbucks, and I loved how Starbucks ran things. And I thought, ah, maybe I'll go use my business credentials that I was building and go into Starbucks and then I got busy with Starbucks and then that didn't enjoy that ultimately mm. um, I, and then I ended up see it's a long story like I was afraid love it, it. this is great and keep then, telling us uh, I'm fascinated by it no, it's, it's not fascinating so you went to Starbucks it's and then boring. what um, and then I ended up um, going to um, so then uh, while at Starbucks um, I, I actually got into I was in my management interview, or like the first level of management interview, and they and they thought I wasn't quite ready yet, and that and I, I was so crushed by that because at that point I think I was like 30 or something, and I was like, uh, I and I can't I can't become like a shift supervisor at Starbucks. Like I, I felt like, come on, <laughs> <laughs> and so and I, I was so broke broken up about this. This is getting too personal. Actually, I should probably uh, maybe we can edit some of this out. <laughs> but no, nope, keep going, but, Chris. I haven't edited one yet. But, <laughs> Just ask last week's listeners. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Because now, because I'm so used to talking to you, I feel like I can yeah. talk to you. But this is going out to others that I don't even know who they are. Um, but uh, let's see. 
So I was so broken up over that, and I had a friend at, um, at uh, Hobby Lobby at the time. He was older than I was, and, uh, and he said, you know, every time we're together, you're talking about art. And he said, he goes, why don't you just pursue that? He goes, he, he kind of saw this as like, you're not, your, your future's not with Starbucks, you know, you're, mm. he, said, he said, be the artist. And so I was, I was like, okay, and he had kind of like a, uh, like an, a, a wise man's way about him. Mm. And so I, I, uh, I took that uh, to heart, and I went to art school at, well, I started taking art classes, rather, at the Indianapolis Art Center. And then I ended up getting a job there teaching uh, because uh, they, they enjoyed my talent enough, I guess, there. I had I kind of built up a, I don't want to say a reputation, but they got to know me there as a yeah. student. And then uh, when they had a, uh, somebody had, was in a car accident, a teacher there, and they asked me to fill in for him as a sub, and he never came back, so they kept me on as a, even without a degree or anything. They just kind of let me wow. take up the classes. So I did that for a few years, but they were, these were recreational learning. It's not like I had to have a license for that. Um, but it was neat. I got that's where I first kind of worked with students in a one-on-one -on -one way, and really enjoyed being the uh, a guide on the side. Is still my favorite kind of teaching. I love being, uh, you know, with students and kind of getting that, uh, uh, I guess, that individual attention when they can kind of catch on to see see things. Yeah. And um, and it's really neat to see them get excited about what they're learning. I was thinking about this recently, because when I talk about teaching, for me, this is a segue, I guess, but. Uh, being about the kids, I was like, really, it's it's not just kids. Like if they're just, if I'm just in a room full of kids, it's not like I'm having a great time just by that itself. It's like when the when the, the discovery happens, when they start learning, and you see the excitement of their own learning. That's the part. I, I mean, it's fun to be with kids just because of their energy. But I mean, mm -hmm. if I didn't, if I was just there all day as an entertainer, that wouldn't be as nice as seeing them actually begin the, the lights begin discover to and learn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so that's when you're teaching art, that's really easy because, uh, in, and at least in an environment like that, because all the students are there, they want to learn, and, yeah. and so they were, uh, so any, anytime you can help them out, they're excited about it. Um, so, uh, let me see, I'm, I told you that was going to be a little sidestep. Okay, now back to this, um, I've got, then from there, I ended up going to, um, uh, see, that was, uh, so I went from there to uh, going back to uh, so, oh, okay, for, so from there, I, I, 2006 was like my art year, and I thought, okay, I was serious about art now, and I thought if I can make, uh, I'm gonna, I started uh, working in a, in a realistic kind of way, I'd always been interested in more illustration, and I started getting into like a fine arts mode, and then I thought, uh, I'll give it a year working as a fine artist and see if I have any kind of success, if I do, I'll pursue it, if I don't, I'll think like, okay, I gave it a, a solid year. Yeah. And uh, it, it, I actually had some success, and so I pursued it for about the next 10 years, doing odd things while I was working on my um, uh, creating work. And I was, I've been in gallery exhibitions and, and uh, wow. mu mu museum jury shows and things like that, so I've had some success with that. But, uh, but it was, um, but then, like that 2006 was probably one of my, I only had a few successful years in that 10. Most of the time, art really, um, I think, uh, well, this is where I this is where I can usually kill a conversation is by talking about art. Most people don't want to talk about like the fine arts too much because it seems like it's sort of boring. But I feel like but I think that's where I got really discouraged with that is because there just seems like there's no more um, audience for fine art. Everything is like we live in kind of a society where um, we don't pause to to look at things. We just kind of check out you know I, they, we identify and go on. Yeah. And and that's happening even in the fine arts. I mean, it's 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 hard to sit still long enough to let a painting talk to you, mm -hmm. and and to ask you know questions about it uh, because usually it's like oh okay that's a that's a pot of flowers next. <laughs> so, gotcha. Um, so anyway, I um, so then I began to think about um, 
being, I, I'm, I'm happy when I work as an artist, but I realize that this is not sustainable in the long run. It's just being a career. Yeah, so there was a sustainability to it that drew, drew you to, out of it, maybe. Yeah, okay. yeah. And then, I, and so I, I just began praying about it again, and then I just thought, and I just kind of wanted to find a career in which I would be happy. And then, and I, at one time, I was praying with my church, and this, I, and the idea of coming back to teaching was, because I remember in 2003, there was that in the Santa Claus, yeah. don't forget the Santa Claus. <laughs> and so I, <laughs> Love and, so, and, so, and so I thought, and, and I put it out of my mind, because I've been, um, I guess I've been a Christian long enough that I, I've learned not to be impulsive, because it usually if it's, I, I don't feel, there's a lot of time where it, just because we, we get a lot of notions. Yeah. And so, and not all of them are. It's true. Are, so, so I have, um, so I just thought, well, if it's, if that's, if that's not just me, some random thought, I, it'll come back. And, and it just, and it seems like it wasn't, there was never like a nag to it. It just seemed like things kind of kept moving that way. And then I, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, sub for a while. And then, then just doors began to open, and and so even for education, like for a while I couldn't afford it, and um, and then I I came into some um, some uh, inheritance, I guess, and then, yeah. I mean that's an unfortunate way to come into money, but it was there where now I was able to um, wow. uh, go Listen to school. To this and, story. So no, I, well, love it. I, I and I let me apologize to anyone listening out there that well I guess they have the power to turn this off at any point. So, so, <laughs> to, uh, so, so or, or fast forward even I don't know, but um, but yeah, so that's the. That, and so it ultimately led to uh, subbing at um, going going to Taylor University and subbing at um, uh, Perry Meridian first, and then uh, high school. Even how I got involved with Southport High School was was seemed providential. There was a, I was I had no idea that I could be a long term sub without my teaching license. That's right. And and Grace Nolan at Southport High School, I worked with her at J C Penney, and she's like, oh, you ought to be our sub. Like you know, she and so I was like, uh, and I was like, I don't think I can. I said, and she kept kind of not hounding me about it, but asking me about it. And I, 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 it's not that I was kind of putting it off, but I just thought it's going to be a dead end. I'll, but I, I promised her I would email um, uh, Mrs. Oh, oh, this is, this embarrasses me. Um, Quinlan? No, not Mrs. Quinlan, the vice principal, excuse me. Boone? Boone, yes, yeah. Mrs. Boone. Sorry, I, I think so highly of her, and I forget names, uh, blame it on my age. <laughs> but I have a, uh, but so I, I, she said I would email, um, she, I said I'll, she told me who to email, so I, I emailed her, and uh, then she got together with Mrs. Walpole and, and talked about me subbing for her, and then that's one thing's led to another, and then that's how I got to know you, and, and yep. so, um, yeah, so that's been the, that's, that's, that's kind of how you, you go from being uh, a, a, a frustrated artist working at Hobby Lobby to becoming a, a middle school <laughs> Don't English forget teacher. Santa Claus. Well, no, Santa, Santa Claus is in there. Santa Claus, yeah, well, of course, yeah, he has to be. Uh, I think I need to see the Santa Claus make an appearance in the classroom. Okay. Like, well, he's almost like he's a cherished item. I'd be afraid something would happen to him. Like he's, <laughs> he's, he's like a relic to me now. So, um, uh, well, so last question. Yeah. Right? Okay. I'm so sorry. Are yeah. you kidding me? This is wonderful. Like, this is the richness of it. Hearing people's stories is what this is about. Uh, so I, I was looking forward to talking about my favorite cartoon character. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like we're going to have to have a part two. So tell us. Um, well, actually, if you'd like to answer that question, who's your favorite cartoon oh, no. character and why? Yes, that's where we're going to go. Oh, no, Give I it didn't to us. <laughs> Give it to us. You have to. Well, this is a long story, too. But no, uh, I mentioned, uh, since you gave me some preview questions to look at, um, 
I, you asked about no. I think you said Disney, and I said Disney I, character. Yeah, and I said yes. I didn't. I said I didn't care about Disney, but I liked Hanna Barbera's, you know, Shaggy from Shaggy and Scoob, and I, I was, but I actually get philosophical about about the Scooby Gang. Oh, and, shocker! And so, oh, shocker! And so, and and like I even kind of look at like okay, so so there's there's the Fred and Shaggy sort of you have the, like the Apollonian and the Dionysian order, you know, and kind of how these things are kind of clashing, and then you have like, and the, but then I was just thinking recently, it's like really what I like about Shaggy is because I feel like there's a uh, this is so ridiculous how I talk about, I'm trying to, oh my goodness, I can't believe like this is my, this is how I'm introducing myself to the school um, with, with Shaggy and Santa Claus. But, I think it's great. Um, but anyway, I have, um, uh, then you have a, um, the, the other, all the members of the Scooby gang except Shaggy and Scooby represent most of the things that we, uh, that we esteem in Western culture, right? You have Thelma with the brains, oh, you, yeah, have, you, have, yeah, you yeah. have Fred with the, with the position or prestige or leadership or, uh, you could say wealth, I don't know, he wears an ascot, that usually signifies something. And then you have a, uh, and then you have Daphne, of course, with beauty. And yet we don't watch for Fred, Daphne, or Velma. We watch for Shaggy, who doesn't care about any of those things. He's kind of outside the system, and he's the whole reason we watch. And because what's he care about? He cares about, you know, friendship, laughter, food. People. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. And so all these things, this, the simple things. He's, he's, a, he's a simple um, person, and, and he's the whole, and he's the, it almost seems like he's sort of, uh, he's sort of, um, oh, excuse, oh, no, well, uh, sorry, I think I've overstayed my time. But, um, it seems like he, he he sort of tells on the system, yeah. and, and I kind of like that about him. But at the same time, um, you know, he couldn't. I don't. I, 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 he he's kind of like one of the between him and it's like there's. He, I, I would love to live almost like that, but I can't because there's a really buttoned up part of me that could yeah. never just hang Do around that. and and just like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's really weird. It's almost like there's these two sides uh, well, to me. That's well, I appreciate you sharing your side of a story and you owning your story and I'm sure our listeners do also so regardless if it had Santa Claus Shaggy whoever it's your story and that's what this the purpose of this is so I want to I want to thank you for well, sharing pardon me for boring everybody you didn't <laughs> trust me All right thanks